0: For downloading a shot of Torah with Levy Cooper, a podcast from the Pardes Institute of Jewish Studies. For more original Torah content, visit elmad.pardes.org. This is Levy Cooper coming to you from Pardes in Jerusalem. I was just pondering the festival of Tubishvat, the 15th of the Hebrew month of Shvat, the day that, according to Jewish tradition, is the new year for the trees. And in, the way in, the in preparation for Tubishvat, the chief rabbinate of Israel sent out a file that had about 150 pages, almost 300 entries of fruit dried fruit that is imported from outside of Israel and i had a look at that list and uh, to see where do we import our dried fruit from here in israel and the list was quite interesting italy the philippines greece america vietnam thailand turkey bolivia china mexico kenya germany india chile Croatia, Tajikistan, uh, South Africa, Argentina, Uzbekistan, Ghana, California. I thought California was in America. Apparently, the chief rabbinate thinks it's its own country. Holland, France, Georgia, Sri Lanka, and Canada. And as I looked through that list, I wondered to myself, is it possible to buy dried fruit That was produced here in Israel that we can have on Tubishvat, the produce of the Holy Land. And then on the day of Tubishvat, the kids in Sur Hadassah went out to plant trees. And when they came back that evening, I said to my kids, So, what did you plant? And my kid said, no, 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 we just went for a tiul, we just went for a hike, we didn't plant anything. And I started to wonder, has this festival lost its flavor? You know, maybe this was a great festival when the great Zionist dream was all linked to working the land, to making the desert bloom, to creating agriculture here in Israel. But nowadays... We strive to be a start-up nation. Maybe we should, maybe this festival isn't relevant to us anymore. You know, the truth is we're not even, are we connected to nature in the same way we live our lives in spaces that have air conditioning? And even though we here in Israel, we're extremely concerned about the rainfall, we're not as dependent as we once used to be on how much rain falls. And yet, we s- continue to celebrate Tu And I was thinking, what are the modern lessons of Tu And I'd like to share with you that even if we are, regrettably, somewhat disconnected from nature, Tu still relevant. Because one of the things about nature patience, it's investment for the long term. What we sow today, we will reap in the future. And isn't that the way it is really in life as well? We need patience to grow, to develop relationships. There's no app that you can download to make yourself into a better person, to be a better person, to have a real relationship with our loved ones, with our friends, with our children, with our partner. Those real relationships require patience, hard work, investment. And that's really what nature still tells us. So even if we are in a high-tech generation, Tubishvat reminds us to take, learn the lessons from nature. And the truth is, Tubishvat, according to the sages, that's when the trees begin to awaken. You barely see anything. It's true, the almond tree has started to blossom here in Israel. But apart from the almond tree, the s- trees still seem to be asleep. They're only waking up from their slumber now. So we aren't seeing results. So what are we really celebrating? We're celebrating the future. We're celebrating potential. We're celebrating our dreams. Not what we have, but what we aspire to be. So yes, even if we find it hard to find fruit from the land of Israel, or our children go out to plant and come home not having planted anything, Tubishvat is still a relevant festival it teaches us patience investment, and a belief in the future that's all for now until the next time to the Beit Midrash thank you for downloading this podcast from the Pardes Institute of Jewish Studies for more original Torah content visit almad.pardes.org